Hello there. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. We're the stars of this piece of shit. Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am West Coast. Scott! How the hell did I get roped into this? Show me what you got. Scotty, beam me up. The force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. And here we go. My mic near me. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. I'm just gonna do an hour of this for now that we're back. Hello there. And we'll call it a show, and people will say at least <laughs> they're putting out some content. I mean, they've only been gone for a month. Hello there. It takes a long time to get to a galaxy far, far away. It's far, far away. There's yeah. two fars to get there, and two fars to get back. So it took like a month, right? <laughs> sure. Let's say that. You know, Spirit Airlines, you know, you can't rely on them for anything. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we talked about the fact that um, that um, we were doing spring break. Yeah, but it's practically so, summer. I mean, our spring break turned into summer. Spring is still spring. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is going to be episode 682, the Geek Stuff TNG Star Wars special. Because we had a really good time. There is lots of stuff to talk about. Before we yeah. do that, let's jump in and say, first and foremost, if you want to catch up with the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias, you can find us at GeekStuffTNG. Uh, we're going to be posting all kinds of stuff, and we're going to really ramp that back up now that we are done with spring break. And if you really want to support the show, you can find us over on Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG. We want to thank very much all of our Patreons. We are going. Uh, we just made a deal with Mr. Sandwich to make sure that our Patreon bonus material is up to snuff. But for just a dollar a month over on the pa on the Patreon, you get access to our Discord server where you can chat with members of the show. For three dollars a month, you get the early bird special. So when we record the shows, which will be every week from now on, you get them as soon as we are done recording them, so you can really follow up and be ahead of the game. For five dollars a month, it is the bonus round where you get. Mr. Sandwich Shop, every week from now on yes. for the rest of your life in perpetuity. In perpetuity. No, <laughs> not even just the rest of my life, in perpetuity. In perpetuity. And then so eventually there'll be Sandwich Juniors finishing the show, and then the lineage of Sandwich will begin. That's right. Your, your, your children and your children's children and your children's children's children that will be doing Sandwich Shops forever. And yes. in addition to the Sandwich Shop, you also get the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, which come out on the 1st and the 15th, so you can see where the show has been 
where it is going, the future of the show in, in Sandwich, the Sandwich Children. And then for $10 a month, you get to watch the show live and direct on Instagram Live, which we are doing right this moment. Hello there. <laughs> so this is going to be all Star Wars all the time. Let's just start with some of the uh, the top stories that have happened in the last uh, month where we've been on spring break and attending many, many Star Wars-related activities. Um, I guess Lucasfilm's no longer going to cast new actors as younger versions of any classic characters. Is that true? That's what they said. Yeah, that's all. That's from Han Solo, right? It's all based on Solo. Right. Although, although Catherine, Kathleen Kennedy did say they're still working on the Lando series, they're just not going to cast any new anybody new as younger versions. So, so does the Leia not count from Obi Wan? Oh, spoilers. spoilers! All right. I mean, way to go. Oh come okay. on! We're, we're halfway in now. If they haven't, uh, if they haven't got it by now, screw them. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about we'll talk about Obi Wan in a moment. But I think that it just, I think people are struggling with. I guess they said no new actors, right? So again, uh, so so in other words, in other words, uh, uh, what's his name? The Winter Soldier is out of a gig playing Luke Skywalker. Playing young Luke Skywalker. Well, they've they've got. I think they're just going to CGI it, right? They're just going to deep fake it if they need it, right? Yeah. For better or for worse, that's what they're going to do. But I mean, although it, it looks pretty good, would you want a whole series? I mean, you know, as much Luke, young Luke as we got in Boba Fett slash Mandalorian 2.5, you wouldn't want a lot of that, right? It was almost too much as it was, right? Yeah, I mean, people have to get over the fact that the new actor might not look or, you know, the show might be different of how their favorite characters act, I feel like. Maybe they didn't like how Han Solo was in Solo, but, like, that can't be a measuring stick for people. It also had Last Jedi stink on it, so. I mean, yeah. Do you think yeah. there was anything wrong with the actor's portrayal of the character of Han Solo? I don't think no. so. Absolutely not. I thought he was brilliant. I think all that casting in that movie was brilliant. And I just think it's a shame that the fandom is so narrow-minded as to not be able to accept anyone else in that role. Because I could totally see that kid growing into the Han Solo that we get in Star Wars in a few years. You know, yeah, I mean, it was any any problems with Solo, like like you said, sandwich, right? It was the, the la, it was too close to the Last Jedi. It was a little bit of Star Wars fatigue, and and it wasn't the greatest script in the world, right? I mean, yeah. that's where the issues lie, not with yeah. the actor. Exactly. Um, that being said, uh, Donald Glover is perfect as young Lando, right? I mean, I, I'm we all can't wait for the Calrissian Chronicles, right? If only it was being called the Calrissian Chronicles, but it isn't. It's just being called like Lando. So stupid. They've set up the stupid show to have a title, the Calrissian Chronicles. Isn't that what he calls them in, in Solo? Something like that. Yeah. And they've set that up, and then they're just not using it. Dumb. Yeah. Because they like the idea of just doing, like, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan. Right. I mean, that's Obi-Wan. what it is. They're, they're following the naming convention that they've come out with. And giving up a perfect, I mean, it's not even a joke. It's just, it's perfect. It, it goes with the character as established in the Solo movie. I mean, and, I know. get why they're doing it. But, you know, Boba Fett was not Boba Fett. It was the book of Boba Fett. That's true. And Andor is just Andor. And Ahsoka is just Ahsoka. Obi-Wan is just Obi-Wan. Mandalorian, so, just a Mandalorian. 
Yeah, it's I mean, the Mandalorian, though, right? It is. It is oh. the naming, it is the naming convention that they've used. It's just not, you know, it, it's okay to call it something else. Like in this case, the the Calrissian Chronicles is literally something we've already seen mm-hmm. because he's recording it in solo. Yeah. So why on earth would you not call it that? I mean, just stupid, just yeah. dumb. So let me ask you this question. I think I may have asked this on the show before, but. Prior to the movie Solo, right, when you watch, you know, episodes five and six and, and Lando's in there, like, there's a history with Han and, Le- and Lando, right? But after watching Solo, I also found it easy to believe that they hadn't seen each other since the end of Solo and until they see him in Empire, right? That, that To me, it seemed like that was a possibility that this is literally the next time he sees Lando and the next time Lando sees the Millennium Falcon is an empire. Like, I could believe that given the story. I think they left it ambiguous enough for them to do at least a sequel to Solo. Yeah. So I think that's feasible. It, it's feasible. What I'm saying is if they never did another show, if they didn't do the Lando Chronicles, if Han Solo's right. character isn't in the Lando Chronicles or whatever... It, right. they, they, I, I felt like that was the best part of the script is that it would be believable. Like if you think of the way he sees him in, you know, in Empire and he still calls him Han instead of Han and all that kind of stuff, right? I felt like it, it, would, it would be reasonable that that's the next time he sees him. You know, oh, there's my ship. You know, you know you're taking care of, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just felt right. like, I, I like, that was something I liked about the writing of, of Solo. Anyway, that was just, just my, my thoughts there. Um, so, so kind of moving on to, to some, some release dates, right, as we move down our prep sheet in normal prep sheet order. Uh, Bad Batch Season 2, set for September. Oh, yeah? How many episodes were good? I, I, I really liked Season 1. It, it was not without its problems like anything else, but I really liked Season 1. So, plus, I now have my entire Bad Batch crew signed by d bradley baker and um uh omega signed by the woman who voices omega so there we go yeah i'm sure yeah we'll talk about that that in the second half of the show but yeah there's a lot of bad batch merch that you're happy about right oh yeah yeah um let's talk about other production and casting news um let's see I guess the next thing coming in the in the film franchise is going to be from Taika Waititi, right? Some Star Wars project is going to be the next that film. True? That's so in theory. In yes. theory, uh, we just don't know what the heck it is. No one knows what it is. You know, I feel like it's it's going to be it's like Taika Waititi. I'm down. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing this is just me. Gay space pirates in uh, in the Star Wars universe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I'm imagining a like, not like a funny story, but like a training stormtroopers where you get like kids at boot camp and like kind of the way like jojo rabbit where it's like it's so messed up the backdrop but they just make that it would like, be amazing oh, i doubt that's what it's going to be but i that would be amazing because didn't he do jojo rabbit too am i imagining yeah that? yeah yeah but so i know this was another like commentary on not hiring younger versions of other actors you've got this entire galaxy it does not have to focus around the people that surround the skywalker family right just yeah. go anywhere else and do it like like the mandalorian right although it does pull back in luke skywalker and 
Ahsoka. But I mean, if you just went somewhere else in the galaxy and just used the 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 the, the aliens and the locations and don't even address the Empire or the First Order or any of the Skywalkers or the Jedi, you don't need any of that. Just do the rest and make it a space story. It's still fine, right? Oh, yeah. It doesn't have to right. tie back to space Skywalker, Western. right? It's just a space western. Just give us more space western. We all love space westerns. Oh, yeah. Except for Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I mean, when, it's not that we well, didn't love it. It just didn't perform. Which is too bad because I I thought it was really good. And I loved the cartoon. And I thought the live action was great. I don't understand what the fucking problem was. People are fucking stupid. That's what... the the It's almost what we should call the episode. Is fucking fandom is fucking dumb. I mean, we're not going to call it that, but I mean, like in certain aspects. When we release the rated R version of this episode. What's that? So when we do a rated R version of this episode. uh... The red band version is fandom is fucking dumb. But no, this is the Star Wars special. All Star Wars all the time. Um, But so, and then I guess, was Ryan Johnson actually going to do a new trilogy of his own stuff? And that's been delayed now. But I mean, do we know anything about that? No, but there were a lot of rumors that it was Old Republic. Okay. Um, but I haven't heard, you know, I haven't heard. I didn't, through any of my ubiquitous clandestine sources at Celebration, I did not hear any confirmation. Regard- oh, the only thing that came out, that actually, that news broke, I think, either, I think right before Celebration, that they were, that that was on hold. So, so but he's going to get his own trilogy that he gets to... Well, you know, Solo was supposed to be a trilogy, too, and it didn't make it past film one. So let's say he's going to get a film, and I guess we'll see where it goes. He's going to make a crack at a trilogy and see where how far he gets. Yeah. Let's see. Let's just see if we can get through one without fucking it up further. I mean, yeah, I think that's the, the agreement would be if Ryan Johnson had been doing something on his own and just let the, the, the sequel trilogy not rewritten it like he just took it off the rails and you and and that's a big part of why the the final trilogy didn't quite work right one of the many reasons one of one of many i mean i don't know i know one of the things that i saw at the convention i know we're not supposed to talk about it but it's it's pertinent to this one of the things that i saw was a shirt that was basically a screen grab that said directed by ryan johnson written and directed by ryan johnson yeah yeah, and and you said that guy like, takes ball. It takes balls to wear that shirt. Did, did, were you with me when I saw that? Yeah, yeah, I was there. Oh, okay, yeah, I did say it something like that, didn't I? Yeah, and, and then you went over and complimented the guy on his uh, uh, on his tattoos. So, so th- it's funny. Yeah, you, know, you were just you know making fun of the guy one moment and then going, "Yeah, it's a pretty nice tattoo." The next, you know, Kev is a contradiction. Uh, you know, ra- an enigma wrapped up in contradictions. Scott learned a valuable lesson uh, during this trip, Sandwich. He learned the difference between Kevin and the character Big Kev. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were going to address that, but that is very much true. I also learned that you never underestimate, I don't know if it's the character Ever. of Big Kev or I know, it, or I know Kevin, where this is going. but we never you underestimate never Kevin. never underestimate me. So, Ever. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in the second half. Um, so I, I, I was telling a sandwich before the show, I have been so swamped with life that I literally haven't watched anything since before you got here, right? I've, I've, I've seen two episodes of Barry and two episodes of SNL 
since before you got here. That's all the time that I've had to watch like a show. So, you know, as we talk about things like Kenobi, I, uh, I am sadly very far behind. How many episodes are out now? Are there four out or are there three out? Uh, there's three and the fourth one comes out this week. Yeah. I think I thought four came out. Yeah. So four came out. Five is this week. Is five. Are we, are we already at five? Yeah. Yeah. That, that could be because the first two came back to back. Back to back. I got. Is it three or is it four? It's four. Because I'm I'm short a week and a new one comes out this week. Okay. Then maybe it's four. Yeah. But I mean it's only- episode episode three was that big uh that big thing. We can talk about oh wait, no, we can't. The, no, it's the sake- TV show week. No, we can't. For the talk sake about- of Scott, I don't want to say anything. I mean, yeah, it's up to you if you want to talk how much I won't do that to Scott. I, I think Kev we don't. We do don't it, need to talk. Do we don't need to talk about the show yet. We can just talk about Star Wars in general, and then we can come back and talk about the show. Maybe even when it's over, because we'll, it's only six episodes. Six episodes. It's going to be over yeah. in just in a week or two, and then we can address the whole thing. And then we can address the whole thing. Yeah. So I mean, there's plenty to address. So let's let's say that. So let's let's ask this. You said I like everything. It's not without its problems, but so far so good, Kev. So far, okay. So far, not Book of Boba Fett, but I I don't see the resolution in two episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, too. It's Well, so also, they greenlit it for a season two, I heard. Did they? They're going to make a season two, I heard. I didn't hear that. I mean, I, I, entirely possible, but I did not hear that. I thought I heard somewhere. Uh, the... Don't, don't take my words as gospel, but I thought I heard somewhere that they're saying, okay, it's going over well enough. You might do season two. Okay. I haven't heard that, but okay. I believe it. I believe it did. Um, I just, did I send you an article today, Scott, that said something about a theatrical release? Yeah, I just saw that, that they're going to be doing a theatrical release of, of Kenobi. Yeah, but what? Like, are they going to just show the six episodes? I don't know if it's, is it going to be even the whole thing? Let me look. Let me look oh. that up. So that would be the first time that happened. It also broke all kinds of records when episode one and two dropped. So that was a big deal. So yeah, a lot of stuff. It says limited theatrical engagement and it says marathon reportedly heading to theaters for a marathon event. So it would have to be all six episodes. Oh, see, I would go to that. I mean, are they are they full hour? Are they a little less than an hour? If you took the credits less, out, would it be less? So even if you ran the credits, it's probably an hour each. But if you put all the credits at the end and made it a theatrical event, then you know put a little intermission in there, and you got a little less than six hours, right? I would say, yeah. I mean, but people go. People have gone to watch all ten Star Wars films in order at a at a marathon marathon, make it a big event and charge for all it. So, 10? including Rogue One. Oh, what, but not solo. All eleven. Excuse me. Sorry. I don't know if I don't know if they did they put solo in that. Solo came out after the last Jedi, so I don't know that. I'm saying like they they marathoned them like leading up to the last Jedi. No, leading up to Rise of Skywalker. Oh, okay. You're right. All right. So yeah. So so maybe maybe Solo was in there. Now I did that with uh, when uh, Age of Ultron came out. I watched all of the Marvel films up to that point, back to back to back to back, in like a 24-hour time span at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood. And that was a lot of fun, but that was like one of those once-in-a-lifetime things. Like, oh my God, it was so tiring. 
Like, I certainly couldn't convince Brittany to do it again, but when they were doing the Star Wars one, I wanted to go, and I couldn't get tickets for that one. So. Got it. Yeah. So, again, I haven't seen it. Have we? Are, are we seeing Hayden Christensen, like, as young Anna? He's in the suit. He's in, He's the, in suit. the suit, right? Mm-hmm. I will say he, and, he doesn't we, feel... We have- he doesn't feel obviously as imposing because he's not like a he's not like a big bulky dude. Yeah, he definitely looks like a skinnier dude in the suit. This is why this is why we need to wait to talk about this. Okay, so we can we can hold off. We can hold off on those. Spoiler he spoilery here, so we should stop. All right, and but so Let's so say, you said it's okay. What's what's your feeling so far, Sandwich, on what you've seen? I'm enjoying it. I think more than the average bear. Um. I do have my gripes. Um, some of them, they've gotten better, but it's also along with Kev. It's like from where you're at to where we're going, it's like, how, what's the end state for this? Like, how do we, how do we wrap this in some kind of bow or do we just tear the present I, apart? I just and don't then... know. I just do not know how they're going to do that. That's my current problem, if you will. Uh, that I'm having is I just don't know how they're I, I don't know I can't see how they're wrapping it in two episodes I just can't I mean it could be my shortcoming but I also um, I, you know I also don't think the story is not moving like three two hour m- movies either you know what I mean if, if we're calling it if we're rounding it to six hours right it's three two hour movies yeah yeah I'm not, there's no pacing that suggests that at all. Or so, two, three hour movies. Uh, no, no. Episodes one and two being one, episodes yeah, two yeah. and three being another, episodes well, th- three and four, and then five and six. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Two, six, one, two, oh, three, four, hours. five, six. No, I'm wrong. I'm doing the math wrong. There's six hours of content because there's six episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So two, if we just cut it into two, to three two-hour groups, whatever it is. So maybe it's episode one, two, half of three, then half of three, four, five, then however it works or whatever it is. The point is, is that it's not pacing like that. Big Kev's math stuff. We have, we have, we got to get that URL. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to go get that. Stuff. Yeah. The pacing is, it Speaking is what of it URLs, is. Did you get that URL? I haven't. I'll, I'll, we'll have to get that. I have not. Um, okay. But so time frame wise, wh- so where does this where does Kenobi fall around? It's around the same time as Solo, the movie, right? Would be similar. Yeah. No, it is a this little is bit, isn't it? Earlier than Solo. No, Solo's later. Before this, Solo. This is before Solo. What about Andor? What about Andor? Uh, it's got um. Andor and Solo no, are more close to, to the same time. Andor too. Right. No. No. But I'm saying Andor, Andor is probably closer to the Solo time, right? I think Andor probably happens like right around the same time as Solo. Well, let, let's think about it for a second because we know the lead in from Andor leads right into Rogue One. That's what they said at the con. Mm-hmm. And we also found out since we're talking about the con, um, they're doing 12 episodes of Andor and then they're doing another 12 episodes of Andor. They've committed to 24 episodes of Andor. No talk about what the length is. From the trailer, it looks like they're they're at least looking at different periods in his life. 
that's what I took from the trailer. Right. So you so, can show right up to the moments of before Rogue One so or all the way flashback probably, as long as you want, right? Yeah. I, what I'm expecting is we're probably going to see stuff from the Clone Wars. We're probably going to see stuff from the Dark Times. And we're probably going to see stuff that, you know, just immediately predates Rogue One. That's what I would think they so, would do. So using I, those, I got an answer on the solo thing, too. Oh, so real quick. Oh. So, so going through those, what you just said, yeah. Kenobi is the dark, that's the dark times, right? Yes. Like after when, when basically when the after empire Palpatine, is rising, the, the empire is rising and that's the dark times. Okay. So Kenobi and Solo take place about a year apart. That's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yes, it is. Cause because Kenobi takes place during nine BBY and, Ken- and Solo is 10 BBY. It can't can. literally on the official it can't it, it just then the timeline's wrong because luke is 10 years old luke is not yeah. 11 years old a year later but he's luke's i mean birthdays he could be years old in kenobi yeah. when he whatever age you decide luke is in star wars he's at least somewhere between let's say i would say between 16 and 19 years old for what? For for, for a New Hope. Star Wars. New Hope. Now I'm saying Solo and Kenobi. Yes. Solo takes place way before if, New Hope. Okay, listen to me. Just listen yes. to what I'm saying. I'm listening to you and you there I'm is tell you No, there's no Okay, let's say let's say that's correct, right? Kenobi, let's just use the times. Luke is 10 years old, right? Solo is how old at the beginning of Solo? Because there's a time jump in Solo, don't forget, which is something like two years. Right, while because he was while he was in the Empire. Solo, let's say at the beginning of Solo, let's say the same thing. Let's say he's Luke's age. Let's say he's somewhere between 16 and 19 years old in the beginning of Solo. By the end of Solo, he's, I would say, somewhere in... The, the late teens, 18, 19, up to maybe 22, 23. Let's say 22. Worst case scenario, let's say 22. How many years is it between Solo and Star Wars? So by that reckoning, right, if you add those years in, right, if he's, if we accept that he is, that Solo is 15 years old when Luke is 10, He's five years older than Luke. So that means that by the time Solo ends, he's almost the age we see him in New Hope. He can't be far removed from New Hope. Again, Solo takes place five 10 years. years before New Hope. Is that what the timeline says? Yes. Okay. But do you see how that doesn't work? Why? Because 10 years after Kenobi, Leia, and Luke are new hope aged yes that's what i'm saying there's there's something wrong with the math no solo takes place at the start of kenobi right solo takes saying. place at the start of kenobi that yes. makes him 15 let's say fi- let's say he's 15 years old at kenobi which is yes. which is too it's it's too much but let's say or too little rather but let's use round numbers he's 15 at the start of kenobi Solo takes place a year after Kenobi. So that means he's 16 at the beginning of Solo. By the end of Solo, he's 
let's if we're just going to use the numbers he's 18 because i think it's i think it's two he's between 19 and 22 that's what it says yes all right let's say that he's 20 then for round numbers so he's 20 which means which means in the course of solo Uh he's that means he's 16 at the beginning of obi-wan because you have a year later is when the solo movie begins. He's 17 and he's 20 by the end. So it's three years of time that we see he's in the empire, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's 20 years old at the end of solo. Right. Which means how much time has passed between him being, what do we decide? 16, 16 and 20 is four years, which means Luke is 14 years old at the end of solo. Luke has to be at least, at least 18 years old during New Hope. He has to be. No, he is. But uh, but Han is also like 28. But that's what I mean. If you if you have Luke being 18 there, uh-huh. right? Yes. At the end of Solo, right? Because uh-huh. it's if, if we say he's 10, Luke is 10 during Obi-Wan. A year later when Solo begins, Luke is 11. By the end of Solo, Luke is 14. That makes a four-year difference between the end of Solo and New Hope. And what does the timeline say the difference between Solo and A New Hope is? Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. It doesn't work. One of those numbers is wrong. Has does the Solo wrong. movie really take three years? Well, is it is it ten what? years from the beginning of the Solo movie? You'd get well, closer, but you'd still be off by about two closer, or three years. But you'd still be off. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't think the Solo movie takes 10 years. That's number one. Number two, from the context of the Solo movie, Solo has to take at least, arguably, has to take at least two years. Because you have the whole bit, in the, you have the bit in the beginning, he escapes, he joins the Empire. Well, one imagines that he doesn't join the Empire and he's in the Empire for a month and then he's out. Right, because he was a pilot. I mean, he actually yeah. he actually served in the Empire for a while yeah, as a pilot. For a while. I mean, it's an undefined while, but it's still a while, right? If that's the case, then he has to be closer to to our timeline, which makes the timeline for uh makes the timeline for Kenobi not work. If you or know it, what the timeline is, then you can call us on the GVM line. Well, 201-730-2547. They're going to see, see the, the right thing, thing and Kev will have to argue with everyone. Listen, listen. They're going to see the same thing that Sandwich sees. Which no. I don't think there, there is an inaccuracy there. There has to be. How could there be an inaccuracy? If there's confirmed dates, what's the inaccuracy in confirmed dating? Because it doesn't work. Why does it not work? Why does it not why does Solo and Kenobi not take place at the same time? What is what is the meaning? Didn't because you, of what? Didn't you say they were a year apart? A year apart, sure. Same time, year apart, whatever. So say Leia's 10 at the start of Kenobi. He, she is. They both are. They're twins. So the nine, I think. Nine or ten. They're ten. I'm so, sure they're ten. So real quick, Kenobi is how many years from New Hope? I think, I guess we're using this metric. It's also ten years then. So according to that timeline, so that would make that would make Luke and Leia nineteen in A New Hope, right? If they're nine at the beginning of Kenobi, and and New Hope is ten years later, then they're nineteen, which is totally fine. But it's the part where Solo falls in that's the problem. 
in my opinion. Whatever. Well, if, if, if Solo's, but if Solo's 15 at the beginning of Solo, and it's 10 years, and, and Tolo, Solo was exactly the same time as Kenobi, then, about, like, then he's going to be 25. That, like, that, like, he's going to prologue he, bit. How, how, much, how much older is uh, Han than Luke and Leia? Does it say that? I think it does. He's like 10 years older, I think. Then, then it doesn't work. Then you, then you need an extra, work. then you're five, you're missing five years. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, this is all, this is all a retcon. This is adding prequels into an yeah, established timeline and trying old. to make them fit. Yeah. <clears throat> so. It's all fucky. That's the thing, too. They're confirming dates, and me and Kevin, we're all arguing about people who live in a galaxy far, far away a million years ago right. who have space powers. Right. All right. That's the funny thing <laughs> about so, all of this. Let's stop arguing, arguing about Obi-Wan, and let's move on to the Mando. Right? So let's talk about Favreau is already confirming that he's working on season four of Mandro, Mando and talking what? about uh, crossover opportunities. But they didn't uh-huh. even do three yet. Well, that I mean, he's already three working on done, four. Sir, it's not released. Yeah, three's in, is three in the can? Are they done with yeah, three? I think so. Because I know Pedro Pascal is talking about balancing the work right between The Last of Us and The Mandalorian, right? We saw a trailer for it. Yeah. Yeah. And... and and what a trailer! I mean, it was it was a good trailer. So he's he's going to he's going to Mandalore, right, to to find his past, right, to to redo to his do vow, to, so to, he can so he can be purified in the waters of Lake Minnetonka and yeah. wear his uh, Mandalorian armor again, and hop on the back of his bike and go riding down by Old Man Johnson's farm. Exactly, that's what's going to happen. Mandalorian I season three. Little reference Mu- there. Music by Prince and the Revolution. Music by who's dead, <laughs> but good. Yeah, I didn't say it was going to be new music. They're going to use. It's going to be an entire Mandalorian season three. This is a geek stuff exclusive. Mandalorian season three exclusively Prince soundtrack. Mandalorian season three. You heard it here first, folks. That big music, thousands and thousands of hours of music that Prince created and just put in the vault. And That's right. Released. That's right. Uh, but so yeah, so so we did get to see at the the Mandalorian panel the um, not to jump to jump ahead, but yeah, we got to see the preview of that. Um, it looks pretty good. The one thing I can say, you know, I don't know if it's spoilers, but there was there's definitely going to be some point where he needs an astromech droid in his uh, Naboo starfighter, right? Because yep. because you see him with uh, Grogu like in his lap and a and an astromech up there in the I don't know in the pilot seat. So, what, so, so he would need that Not for he would need that for navigation, right? For long term navigation, right. if he's going to fly somewhere like to Mandalore. A new astromech you can build at uh, Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that too. Um, let's see, and then of course, so Ahsoka is in production. They were only what two weeks in when at the time of uh, celebration. They were literally filming the. Uh, on day one of the convention, because at the Lucasfilm panel, which basically covers everything happening at Lucasfilm, um, Rosaria Dawson sent a video message to it because she was she was forty minutes away filming, according to rumor, and and so she sent a message to the con saying, "So sorry, I couldn't be there today." Blah 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 blah. However, um, she turned up at the Mandalorian panel. Which was on Saturday, right? Yeah. Because they were not filming. So she popped down. She and 
the woman who they announced as well i mean we might as well yeah sabine yeah we might as well i mean i know we're trying to hold the convention stuff till part two scott but we're just doing the worst job of it we we could we we could go to break and just start part two or well let's let's just talk about it we're already talking let's just talk about specifically where the panel talks about mandalorian and ahsoka and, and all of that yeah well i mean exactly what they showed the trailer and then um they talked about some of the things in the trailer. They brought out uh, a Pedro Pascal had come out before it, and so did what's her name, Katie Sackoff. Yep. So she also came out before it, and then I, and and uh, Apollo Creed came out, and people still yelling Apollo at him, which I thought was amazing. But he was not signing toys for some fucking reason, so I didn't get anything signed by him. Um, and so he came out and I feel like there was maybe, I feel like there was one or two other people who came out during that time. I just don't remember. I'd have to look at my photos, but, um, and then, yeah. And that, and so the surprise was the surprise was Rosario Dawson. And as much as a surprise as that was, they were talking about it. They showed sort of a real fast teaser for Ahsoka and Ahsoka is I mean, let's call it what it is. Ahsoka is the sequel to Rebels. Straight up the sequel to Rebels. No matter how you slice it, it's the sequel to Rebels. We saw the back of Hera. We saw a young, a a little, a a young, what I think is a young man's hand using the force, which is in every likelihood that is Kane and Hera's son gotta be who that kid is even though you only saw his hand they announced not only announced uh but brought out on stage the young woman whose name i don't remember who is playing um who is playing uh, sabine yeah and and then they showed the back of her head in the trailer looking at the painting that i think she did of the ghost crew that appears in i think it's the last episode of rebels but like the real version of it, you know what I mean? Like a real live version of it. They showed the interior of the ghost. I mean, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. This is Ahsoka is my guess. It's Ahsoka and Sabine are still looking for Ezra Miller and Thrawn. Did you see Ezra Miller? Yeah, I did. I meant Ezra Bridger. If they wanted to find Ezra Miller, they can look under a rock or in the gutter. <laughs> or, in jail, or in jail at some point, yeah. Or in jail, yeah. But that, that's for that's for next week's episode when we talk about all the news that's uh, fit to print and we'll, we'll go on. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I got to well, say this, though, that when they played the the teaser for, um, for Ahsoka, I mean, the crowd, which was already thrilled, went just over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's because it is the sequel to Rebels. It is the sequel to Rebels. And so we're going to see maybe all, certainly some of those characters in live action. I mean, they didn't show everybody. They didn't mention everybody uh, as being in the show. But already we have at least the ghost is going to be in it. Chopper is going to be in it because live Chopper came out on the stage. Yep. 
rolled Chopper out on the stage. So we know it's going to be Chopper. We know it's going to be Sabine. We know it's going to be Hera. Uh, I'm betting dollars to donuts that that is Hera and Kanan's son. Who's in it? Whose name? I don't know. Um, which leaves what? Uh, what's his name? The big dude. His name? I don't remember. Um, that okay. leaves him. That leaves the the guy in the Empire who was like the traitor, whose name I also don't remember, with the big sideburns. Spoilers for Rebels, which I haven't seen, but okay. Well, then you should watch it. You're, so, you're so years behind. Now, let me, get, let me get the timeline again, right? So, Ahsoka, Ahsoka is in... No, no, not Solo, different timeline. Ahsoka's <laughs> in the Clone Wars, right? She's Anakin's Padawan. Right, and you yeah. see her story. Child in the Clone. She's Wars. a child in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Then you have Episode Three, right? Because the Clone Wars takes all, takes place. All of the contents of the Clone Wars cartoon between is between two Episode three. Two and Three, Which and then is why they had to get rid of her at the end of the Clone Wars cartoon. So she's gone, and then Rebels takes place right before A New Hope, right? Timeline wise. Rebels takes place. No, Rebels takes place. <laughs> Probably uh, around the time of Solo. Oh, so it's it's a while before. Okay, I thought Rebels was it's closer to beginning. No, it's the beginning. It's this. It should be technically. It should be the same time as Andor. Okay, or, but but now but now, Ahsoka. I guess mm -hmm. these could be flashbacks, but Ahsoka Tano, and on the Mandalorian, the Mandalorian is after Return of the Jedi, right? So that's a that's another ten years after the events of. Rebels, then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, I'm just I'm just trying to get the, the timeline well, in. We don't know how Ahsoka's race ages, but let's say she 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 uh, ages humanoid. She the character of Ahsoka in Ahsoka and Mandalorian and everything else. She's in her, I would think, in her 40s. So about Rosario Dawson's age. I would, yeah, I would say mid late 40s is what we're looking at there. Which means, again, if we're going to go back to timeline. Yeah, I feel she is probably 11, 12 years old during the Clone Wars. Well, how, how old was Anakin in episode one? Isn't he, isn't he more like seven or eight? No, no, he's like, again, he's like 10. Yeah. But, and, and that was that's too old. And Yoda said that was too old, old right? Okay, that, that's all. So, so I'm yeah. thinking that Ahsoka was younger than 10. Like she was probably seven or eight. That's when they start getting trained as a... No, well, that's when they start getting trained. But when they're like assigned out, I think, you know, don't forget, we always see the Padawans who are really, really little kids. We always see them together, like in the Jedi Temple. They're the, yeah, they're not out on so missions like Ahsoka is. Yeah, my estimation is, is that they're in the temple or other kind of place like that until they reach a certain age or a certain discipline. And then they are, let's say, assigned to a master. All right. Okay. And then then that's where that training takes place one-on-one -on -one from there. Because yep. they all have one-on-one -on -one training. They mm -hmm. all of them have a math. Every Jedi, every youngling Jedi, everything else that we've ever seen has referenced the even Kanan from from uh uh Rebels reference his master who was a singular person and so on and so forth. That is Did I ever tell you the tragedy of Darth Plagueis? Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> So, Nothing? Crickets? I need my cricket soundtrack. Hold on. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. am I supposed to get that? Hold on. How Have can we get the name Plague 
you know, something evil like the plague? How can we get that into a Star Wars name? Just add, you know, like S to the end, like us, like plague us. Oh, you're all by yourself. I'm going to call you Solo. I mean, you know, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Darth Wait, Vader I'll... literally means Dark Father. Don't worry about it. Don't read too much into it. The naming conventions are not great. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so the fact that there, it's it's the beginning of Re- Rebels is the beginning of the rebellion, and Ahsoka Mandalorian timeline is the rebellion has been successful. We haven't gotten to the First Order yet, so we're just after Jedi. So whatever the length is between theoretically whatever the length is between new hope and mandalorian you add that seven years is it seven years i think it's more than that i I in theory have i did the thing we did before where i googled ages uh in theory she's 45 for mandalorian okay and And then in theory for clone wars she's 14 Either at the end of the beginning, I'm not sure, but at some point she's 14. Right. All right. Let's say she's 14 then. By the time we get to Rebels, I think Sabine is probably 15, 16. Yeah. And so you have the beginning of the rebellion, Sabine is 15, 16. And however long the rebellion is till we get to the Mandalorian timeline, which is, I don't know what that number looks like. Doesn't Mandalorian, is it Mandalorian like a year after? It's right after, but that's not the point. The point is, what's the what's the timeline between Rebels and the end of Return of the Jedi? That's the rebellion. Yeah. So because the rebellion effectively <laughs> begins with and the, the which will be some part of Andor, mm-hmm. some part of Rebels, and so on. That's the beginning of the rebellion. Because what when. when- argument will be made that bail organa started the rebellion blah 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 what when does rebels in do we have like a, a generic idea of when rebels ends is that like is that about episode four i feel like rebels is a is roughly a year per season so were there four seasons of it so Something it's like that, yeah. four years and i think if it runs concurrent with parts of andor it may lead, it doesn't lead to Rogue One. That's too close. So it's got to be a few, I would think, at least a couple of years before Rogue One. I feel like from New Hope to. Because the, the, ghost, the ghost also appears in Rogue One. Yeah. Right. And so, so, the, so they're still around at that point. But, but one would assume at that point, Ezra, Bridger, and Thrawn Ezra, are missing. Ezra, Bridger, and Thrawn are gone. Yeah. yeah. With, with the space whales, right? That's all I know. Space whales, Ezra, Ezra and Thrawn. That's all I can tell you about the there's finale. The, there's a lot of that hocus in there. So I'm wondering how much of that's going to make it into Ahsoka. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. All right, we should take a break. And with that, we will... I'm sorry, I'm out of practice. With that, we will take our first and only break, maybe, on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode... 682. The one we're calling the Geek Stuff Star Wars special. Really? That's the clever naming. No, it's thing? not clever. It's the Geek Stuff. It just is what it is. It's very descriptive. The Geek Stuff okay. Star Wars special. Jeez. Yeah. Are we, are we going to have Maud singing on it? <laughs> Hopefully. B. Arthur? Yeah. Ugh. See, now you got to go get that B. Arthur song to bring us to break. Oh, my God. 
I'll see if I can find it. You're welcome. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff, TNG, directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the Art, Comedy, and Pop Culture Podcast Network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners, it's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hi, this is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're listening to me here on Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Yeah. Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. 
TNG. Live from the sandwich shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light up R2D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up. Oh, by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. All right. So let's talk about uh, Kev's big trip to Southern California. I will eat the whole fucking bag of Parm Crisp's Snack Mix original flavor if we don't move this fucking show along. (laughs) I'm fucking starving. Palmcrist have 87 different flavors, all of which Kev will name now. Here they are. <laughs> here, here are the ingredients. We, we need to do a commercial for Palmcrist so we can get some free Palmcrist. I know. God, I wish. No, that's not a bad idea, Scott. <laughs> we should do that. Uh, to find people at Palmcrisps. If I get Palmcrisps out of that, that would be awesome. <laughs> the whole show would be worth it if we could it just worked. get a couple bags of Palmcrisps. It worked once. Just saying. Yeah. These are all, all things that I got to no, learn. No. I got, I got. Did not work with Cadbury. I no. wish it had, but it didn't. Oh man! So, no. for those of you following along at home, uh, Kev came to California for celebration. Stayed at uh, Pi Day Studios here in sunny Southern California. But it was really yeah. the first time that Kev and I have been in the same room. Well, we were both been at celebration before, but I was never in the same room with Kev at the same time. That's true. And so this was the first time we no, actually got to meet and hang out. Yeah, we could have been, but I mean, you know, you were you were busy yeah, at that last so celebration. I, so I got in the car and I said, "Hey, I'm Kev." <laughs> Shook his hand. No. Hi, I'm I, I'm West Coast Scott, your producer. Nice to meet you. Through the bags, it was just like you. It's just like when you picked me up, sandwich. Except that you know, I, I've known you forever. So, yeah. you know, since we were kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> We got some tacos. We talked. We drove drove back to Did my we place. Get tacos right out of the gate. I think so. Didn't we get tacos? I feel did like that's what we did. King? Yeah, no, we got we did we got tacos, but it was closer to my house. We didn't get them by the airport, and they were only oh, okay. okay. I that was not that first oh, batch yeah, was not that representative. Was that place you were like, oh my god, the tacos are so good. I, oh. I, but I said, but that particular location is hit and miss, and it was kind of a miss that night. 
It was exactly like that. Ev, was it I like heard that laughter? It was like that. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Miles my, laughing because I was asking you, was it similar to Taco King? It was closer to Taco King than Taco Bell, <laughs> but I didn't want to die after. <laughs> we don't talk about Taco King. No, it's gone don't. now, so it's, I, it's okay. I, 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 yeah, we it left. is gone, right? Didn't we? Did yeah, it's gone. I it was gone. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so I arrived at uh, Pi Day Studios, and I was shown to my quarters, uh, <laughs> also known AKA, as the playroom, full of kids' AKA toys. The playroom, full of uh, full of young children's toys. Um, and there was a gate though, uh, uh, because um, Kona, their guard dog. Um, you know, has limited access. I guess that's for the kids too, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you have to have baby gates if you need to keep kids from getting into or out of certain places. So so thankfully, I was baby gated in into an area that's open, which I actually, can I just say, I really like Scott's house. I think Scott's house has amazing potential. I mean, he's got to get those kids out of there. But (laughs) after that, it really has some amazing display potential. You know, I'm always on a lookout sandwich. For a good display, you know what I mean? A good display space, Scott's house would be perfect, but he's got to get rid of them kids. <laughs> the kids are just ruining it. The house but two doors down is for sale. You know, you want to you wanna, uh, put some of that uh, geek stuff money and put a down payment on a house? Yeah, is it right down the street? It's, it's two doors down, yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you really want that, Scott? <laughs> Think oh. about what you're saying, Scott. <laughs> Think about all the reasons why you wouldn't want that to occur big kev as the neighbor big yeah, kev neighborly stuff yeah okay if you want to look that small scott okay i would i would suggest you you broaden your horizons a little yeah. bit and think why it is you don't want me right down the street yeah just, where you just pop in at any moment any moment and see anyone you, you know where we're going with this right sandwich no uh, he doesn't no i i have I, i'm following the line i feel like would, I feel like would, I've heard these lines similar. Would you want Kev to move in next door to you? Never. Okay. No, it wouldn't matter if I moved next door to him because the reason that we're joking about doesn't exist for Sandwich. <laughs> it, it's not in that location. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. That's a different location. Off-site. It's off-site. <laughs> it's off-site, yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm just saying. All right. Scott, so you know, don't oh, don't did, make beds. You don't want to. Scott, sleep. was it was it like most of the time? Did he did he did he stop ever, or was it just like listen? Oh, you listen. To Kevin me. never stops. He's like the Terminator. He listen, never stops. First of all, you you both listen to me. You both listen very carefully. Listen to me. I was an enviable house guest. Number one and number two, I was a complete gentleman. At all times. I, I will agree. Kev was a very, he was on his absolute best behavior. Shockingly so. And no, I, it's, when he, it's, it's when he's alone and, in the car with least, you. <laughs> on at least one occasion, I think more than one occasion, but one for sure, I bought everyone sandwiches. Yep. Big ones. They were good sandwiches too. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. So, so I'm just saying. So before we get all crazy... And start, you know, blaming Kev and saying Kev did this and that and the other thing. And no, Kev was an enviable house guest and Kev was a gentleman the entire time. He was. However, 
Kev as a house guest cost me like two grand for a TV because my TV wasn't good enough for him, and he shamed me. He shamed me into buying a new TV. That's no, no, no. Okay, let's just get it all out. Let's get it all out there. Sandwich, I went in. First of all, you know how I feel about having quality viewing for television and you know, right? Yes. I go in, Scott's TV is failing. And you know, I can pick out a failing TV with nearly with my eyes closed, as, as ironic as that sounds. I don't even need full vision to know that when your screen is mostly blue and pink and you can't adjust anything to make that better, I spent, I had to be at least an hour and a half fudging with every control in that tv before i came to the conclusion and turned to scott and Brittany and said this tv is gonna die like any day now and so i did not bully scott into doing anything no he bullied my wife into buying a new tv i did not bully anyone into doing anything i merely went along for a ride to costco with Brittany. That's it. That's all I did. Brittany said, I'm going to Costco. And I go, yeah, I love Costco. I'm I'm short on Parm Crisps. <laughs> I love to go to Costco. And while we were in Costco, Brittany said, oh, what do you think of this TV? And so I'm like, okay, well, she's asking, so I have to give her my opinion. And then when she decided that she was going to buy it, and then tell Scott she was going to buy it. Nothing to do with me. All I did was advise them on getting uh, value for their money. That's it. And how's that TV today, Scott? It's still on the wall. It hasn't fallen off the wall, so that's good. And it's brilliant. No, it, the color's nice. It's got good color on the TV. It's got it's color. Literally, it's, it's got literally... a color other than blue. Kevin, so, is, there was no angel for Brittany to be like, he don't need the TV. Don't listen to no, it's just, it's just two calves. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's the devil calf on the one. In, in you need good color on that now, TV. Listen, no, now sandwich. Let me comment on that. Let me comment on that. They did not get the one that I recommended. They got the one below the one that I recommended. Yeah, that, to the difference true. of about six, seven hundred dollars difference the, but for the same TV, true. but the newer version. That's true. That is a hundred percent true. They did not get I all I did was give advice, make a recommendation. That's all I did. And get the more expensive one. Get the more expensive one. We'll get the older one. That's fine. Okay, no problem. And who hung that TV? Me. And who carried the old TV into the garage eventually? Eventually. Me. Eventually. What kind of TV did you get? Uh was it Samsung? Yeah, I think it's Samsung. Yeah. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. I know, I know you'd approve, Sandwich, so... Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's a good TV. You're getting discounts yet, so I didn't want to hold out for that. But I will tell you, I will tell you, part of the reason why we didn't have time to do shows is because we're doing things like installing new televisions and other various uh, adventures that come along with Kev as yeah, a house guest. Construction totally stuff. Yeah. Del, Del Taco would be one. Yeah. We, so. were, we were exploring the taco scene in Southern California a little. I like Del Taco. Del Taco is, is like quality. If, if you're looking for a fast food taco, Del Taco is a good place. Yeah. All right. 
Um, and yeah, and then Scott took me to some restaurant. We had lunch at some restaurant where I stole a bunch of lollipops. Yeah. Lucille's Barbecue. Good, good little barbecue, barbecue place. Yeah. yeah, that was good. So yeah, there was a nice barbecue place in town. Um, should we should we just jump on to the convention and then we can pick up more of the, no. the fun? Oh, you want to you want to talk about the visit more? What about Knott's Berry Farm? <laughs> but that's not Star Wars related. We'll have to talk about Girls that next time. Disney, we're <laughs> talking about my trip now, sir. No, and no, no. This is the Star Wars special. Star Wars that was at Knott's Berry Farm. There you go. <laughs> you just you just needed an angle. Oh no, no. We, I mean we're. We got to talk Star Wars. We'll talk about Earl's Disneyland oh, next episode. Save it. Save it for next all right, episode. All right. So, uh, so, all right. So, are we? Oh, so then that would bring us to our first trip to Disney of the three. Yes. Right. Oh. So it was me and Scott and Scott's young son. Yes. Ezra Miller. No. And that was a joke. <sighs> You do have a son named Ezra. I do have a son named Ezra, but that wasn't who came with us. I know. It was the other one. What's his name? Yeah, Yeah. what's his name? That's it. Uh, Little Xander had a good time with Uncle Kev. He liked to ride the big rides with Uncle Kev. So, first of all, my son had just gone to Disneyland the day before, so they had been out all late, and we dragged him out of bed first thing in the morning because Kev had to be at Disneyland at what people in the industry call a rope drop, which is when they drop the rope so you can enter <laughs> Disneyland. So we were at... Are you laughing? That no. should not be a surprise to you at all. That's so. why I'm laughing, because even a family vacation has a rope drop intro. Yeah, we were we were at... We, we, we zipped through McDonald's for some breakfast. We were in the parking garage waiting for them to I start taking them. I McDonald's for breakfast. That was, that was Scott. That was me. Bought, by the way, the biggest <laughs> breakfast thing on the menu, which was food for eight people. I did. Eight it was people. way you know too much I food. Sandwich? I had a hash brown. <laughs> and everything else was either Scott or that kid. Scott eats like, I, I'm, I'm pulling all the curtains away. West Coast Scott eats like a horse. <laughs> I'm a growing boy. My son's yeah. hungry too. We got to eat. Oof. Yeah. All so right, so we get in. We get we get the t- tickets uh, thing squared away. We do all of that, and then we go in, and we immediately go to uh, Galaxy's Edge directly to Galaxy's Edge. Do not pass go. Not do not collect two hundred dollars. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred. Right to Galaxy's Edge, which okay. I think is amazing absolutely amazing and you know everyone has laughed at me that i've told this to and i've told it now in in several different places my favorite part of galaxies well my favorite sort of visual in galaxy's edge i guess of which there are thousands and thousands that are absolutely amazing it is the tunnel between frontier this is disneyland the tunnel between frontierland and galaxy's edge you're walking in the tunnel and half of the tunnel looks like an old, like an old mine with like oldie style lights hanging on the side of it. And right as you get to the middle, it changes from like rough hewn rock to smooth. It looks like laser cut kind of rock with Star Wars kind of lights on it. That I thought was amazing. Every time we went through there, I thought that was amazing. But once you're in Galaxy's Edge, Scott, what do you remember? Well, I so so we was first, right? Yeah, we we because for some things like building a droid, building a lightsaber, um, you you want to try to get reservations just to make sure that you can get through. But we went and did the build a droid first because we didn't have reservations, 
And while we were in the build a droid, I was getting the the you were you know doing the line stuff for um, uh, rise of the resistance the ride. But so Kev got to go build his droid first thing. Uh, how was how was the experience of the build a droid? I did not give anyone a hard time. No, you were very you were very nice to the people. You get to go in there and pick your pieces. So okay, sandwich. What type of droid did Kev build? Did he build a BB style droid? Did he build an Imperial? Uh, type of droid, so, or did he build an R2 unit? It's, a, it's an astromech. Of, it's an R2 unit of some sort. Well, yeah, but I mean, BB-8 is an astromech as well, right? Well, no, yeah. he built an R2 type. But He, he built sort. an R... Yeah, not an R4, not a BB. He built an R2 type. So you get yep. to go in... Because you can pick all your pieces, all your different colors. Yep. You can make them matchy-matchy, or you can make them kind of... Rainbow. Yeah, but you, you, you built a, a blue and silver kind of matchy-matchy R2 blue, unit. Blue, black, and white. And you get to choose their, you get to choose their personality, right? They can be. I think you got a rascal. Did you get a rascal? No, I don't think it's rascal. I think it's scoundrel. Scoundrel, scoundrel. Yeah. Which sounds a lot still, even like R two. Oh. And I got a clear dome, by the way. Clear dome. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Sandwich has a an R four unit there, a, a black and white R four unit with some red accents. It looks like. Oh, should I should I go get mine? Do you have yours? Do you want to show it for the Instagram? It's not handy. It's not handy. I'll get it. I'll right. show it next week. All right. So, yeah. So, we went and we did the whole Build-A-Droid experience there. A lot of fun. Visually really great. I think Scott may have some video of that. Yeah. I've got some I've got some video. We'll have to edit that together and get it up on, on the website because I got lots. And, the oh, the other thing, again, pro tip. When you go <clears throat> to Disneyland, you can buy all the photos that the cast members take, right? They've got photographers all throughout the parks. And wow. I, th I think it depends on which kind of ticket that you get. You can, if, if you're a pass holder, you can add it for like 20 bucks. If I you have Genie plus, right? If you have Genie plus, it's already included in there. Yeah. And so just make sure that anytime you see a cast member with a camera, you go and get those photos taken because they're nice professional quality. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, and the same thing, if you ride any rides that have photos, you get those as well. So definitely do that. If, if, if you're only there for one day or for a short time, or it's a special event, get those pictures. We got a ton of pictures, not only the ones that, that, that we took, but that cast members took throughout the park. And those are fun. We'll be posting some of those, uh, one of those on the social media. One medias. of those will actually be my new photo on the website. Yeah, they, they take, they take good photos, but yeah, so there's definitely some video of building the, the droid. How would you rate the experience? I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely see the appeal. Now, we did have several days later, we did have a small panic attack. <laughs> it was not working. It was, it was not was coming not on. But then it miraculously started working. I've since tested it since coming back here, and it is still working. So there's that. Um, <coughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, overall, it was a lot of fun. It was really visually very stimulating in the sense that, you know, it, 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 it had a lot of droid parts and everything else. Really wonderful decos throughout the entire uh, uh, area of Batu, uh, Galaxy's Edge. It was really, really well done. And this was no exception. And then you have, you have a lot of different accessories and things that you can choose and uh, that kind of thing. And um I chose one little extra accessory. It was the um, the little rockets on the side. Mm -hmm. I chose those. And you can, um, when you plug those in, you have a button on your remote that allows you to make the sound effect that goes with those. Um, I also opted not for the uh, puppy-like box that Car they hand yeah. you. But no I cardboard box. The, yeah, I got the sack. The backpack. 
with a little yeah. with a little window that you can open up a so window. your little droid can see out. Yeah, which I thought was cute. So I grabbed that, and then I think that was it. I mean, as far as dro- I mean, I bought a T-shirt in there too. I think. Gotta say this too. Overall, the um, selection of merch throughout that area of the park was really brilliant. Some really, really brilliant stuff. And I didn't even, I know everyone will be surprised. I did not buy everything that I really wanted to get. <laughs> he did say when we walked into the first place, can you just wrap up everything you got? I'll take it. Yeah, just one of everything. One of everything. Be done. But no, I didn't do that. And two reasons. One, because, you know, I am a little frugal and I can't have everything in the world. Sorry. And two, and two, because I thought sandwich would kill me. So I, um, I how did, did you go to Galaxy's Edge more than once? Were you there a couple times? Yeah, three times. That's cool. And then you went to Celebration. Yeah. You about yeah. to ask me if I asked you if you wanted anything? I yeah. did fucking ask you if you wanted anything. You don't remember anything. You didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. You're letting them no, off real, real easy there. And no, if didn't. I didn't sandwich. Every time I you didn't. went, I didn't get. I didn't talk. Oh, to you oh, for two oh, weeks. Oh, oh. I didn't talk to you for two weeks. <laughs> Hold on. Well, first of all, I asked you before I left. That's number one. Number two. And I did that too, and that didn't count. If I didn't ask you while I was there, how does that feel? It feels like we're even now, and you can't hold it against me anymore. (laughs) It feels like even. He he turned that around. I went twice. Again, don't underestimate Kev. He turned that right around. I thought that was going a whole different way. And then celebration. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm just saying. You don't know that I didn't get you something. Uh oh, now what? Now, now what? you wouldn't have said anything if I didn't. Now what? <laughs> oh, would I? Or maybe I'm just biding my time and letting you hang. I'm giving you enough rope to hang yourself with. So if I did get you something <laughs> and then I give it to you, you're going to feel really shitty, aren't you? Oh, I'm going to laugh. Wait, I, I'm getting a text. I'm getting a text. It says, from Kev, be sure to pick up something for sandwich that I can say I got him when I was there. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't think of that as a method. I hope that's not one of the... Uh, here's, here's a funny story since we're just uh, we're out of order now. I'm packing to leave, right? And I am so proud of my... But, but, so we left uh, Scott's house and we went up to Anaheim and we were staying in a hotel or two hotels in Anaheim. Well, one of them was a hotel. The other one was the other one was yeah, sketchy at best. Frightening, and so we're we're so we're going. So I am, as promised, I packed sandwich, yeah. the Geek Stuff Product Archive West. Nice. I packed it, and I was so proud of myself that literally, I left like maybe one or two things behind that just couldn't fit, and then we went to celebration. <laughs> <laughs> and I came home with another couple of boxes and for the archive. I came home with a brand new West Coast uh, product archive. Right. So, so I want to pull back the curtain on my end. Um, there was definitely a point at some point during the convention where Scott like texts me like, does Kev always do this? Like, what are you talking about? Does he just see and pull out his wallet everywhere he goes? <laughs> Where? So, Where did I do that? So let me let me tell you this, and I'm sure you've experienced, but for the listening audience, as we were going to Anaheim to go to the convention, uh, Kev looks at me and he goes, this is a convention. There's no eating. There's no sleeping. It is all con all the time. So you just got to put on your big boy pants and just go. And I'm like, 
but but I need to eat snacks. And you're, he's like, no, we're just going from bell to bell, from the morning to the night. There is no stopping. If there's no food, you just deal with it. If there's no sleep, you just deal with it. That's what I was informed. I was not prepared. Dom, you didn't tell me that that was what Sandwich. it was going to be like. Sandwich can second that emotion because <laughs> that's what it's like in New York, except we're at a table. So basically, so. bring snacks and caffeine if you're going to be well, at a and, convention and with Kev. a friend shows up who will go and get you lunch. <laughs> or you send sandwich. I'll be back in an hour yeah. as I trudge through the crowd. So yeah. with, with, with fistfuls of fries, you know, just like balancing all the food. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So after after we did the droid, uh, we were they, they have a place where you can actually let them hold on to your stuff so you don't have to carry it around, which is pretty nice. Which was great because, yeah, I had at that point, I had the droid and I had already a bag full of stuff. Yeah. And then we, so then we rode Rise of the Resistance, the, the main, the big ride there in, mm-hmm. in, in Galaxy's Edge. Um, and so what did you think of that one? Uh, you, you get to get on a, get to board a transport ship piloted by uh, Mon Calamari, right? So that was cool. I can't remember what his name is. Lieutenant Beck. Beck. And, and, and then Nine Nub from, uh, you know, Empire and uh, whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was a great ride. A really, really great ride. I liked it a lot. Did you have a favorite part of the ride? Hold on one second. Okay. Did we Sorry. Just, no, we had to get the video back. There we go. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was really well done, really great. We're, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But then did we do Smuggler's Run right after that? Yes. Okay, so we did Smuggler's Run, which is the uh, the Millennium Falcon uh, ride. That was enormously fun, enormously fun. Um, and I was the right pilot. Which means you oh, get to so, do light so, speed. That's the most important thing. So wait, yeah. they let a not... Who was the pilot, though? I was the right pilot, and yeah, then yeah. there was a left pilot who was not me or Scott. Yeah, see, my experience with the... Not, not to take away from what you guys are doing... Every time I went on that ride, Smuggler's Run, there was some like five year old who drove, and I get it that experience of them is fantastic. But if we didn't crash into everything <laughs> immediately, you you had to push them kids. You had to stop that bullshit and be like, "No, no, your kid is not flying me. Step back. Be an engineer." Bye. That's not true. Kev can be nice because one of the many times that we rode Smuggler's Run, we were in there with another family of three. So it was me, Kev, and my kid, and then this family of three, and the two kids wanted to drive. And I said, Kev, you can be the gunner this time. And we let the kids fly. And yeah, we crashed into a lot of stuff, but we still completed our mission, and we got our uh, coaxium, and it was fun. We only got got one. one. We didn't get two that time. We only got one thing of coaxium when the kids flew. And, you know, yeah, my kid couldn't even reach the knob to pull light speed, but Chewie activated by remote control, and it was all fine. It's still a fun experience. Yeah, fun. So then, did we go into the bar next, I think? Yeah, Olga's Cantina. So we went into Olga's Cantina, which is an actual bar. They have alcoholic drinks, right? Yeah. And and non-alcoholic drinks, which we got some non-alcoholic drinks. I got some kind of bread. Isn't that what we got Yeah, it was like a, pret- like a pretzel bread. It was really good. Yeah. And it dunks, it has a something you dunk it in. Nice. Uh, again, visually spectacular. Uh, the whole bar was visually spectacular. You have the DJ. He's playing music that was created for the cantina, including at least one song from uh, 
uh, from Figrin Dan and the modal nodes, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a derivation of the cantina theme because that's their sound. Um, that was a lot of fun. And then they have, you know, they have, like you imagine, they have the booths, you know, and they have a bar where, where some people are standing at the bar, some are sitting. And uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. And then uh, I think we went. I think we went down the 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 Merchant Row there, didn't we? Isn't that what we did next? Yeah, and, and for for sure, my favorite part of Galaxy's Edge is standing in front of the Millennium Falcon. You know, seeing a full size Falcon, you know, is incredible, and, and I enjoy it every time. But I think from a details standpoint, the the I guess it's like the the marketplace. Like it feels like yeah. you're in any marketplace in any city, or you know, in any like tourist place that you would go and all of the merchandise is kind of appropriate for you know you've got little wooden carvings and, and just the kind of the things that you would buy when you're going to some tourist town speaking of little wooden carvings i bought a little wooden admiral akbar <laughs> so it's like one of those artist models but it's admiral akbar that was one of the things and then of course one of my big exciting purchases a clue horn do you know what a clue horn is no, not at all. That's the horn that Figurin Dan plays. Figurin Dan and the modal nodes. <laughs> so it's a cantina band instrument for the uninitiated. Yeah, and uh, it's electronic and it makes sounds and you can play it like an actual instrument. And, and did you see the cast member that was showing you how to use it? She played the Star Wars theme on it like really quickly and acted like yeah, it was I nothing. I, I was, was really like, impressed. Oh, I guess if you have enough time, you can yeah. learn it, right? Uh, so there was that, but they had, I think the shops were really divvied up really nice. They had one that was like an animal shop and they had like little plush and another kind of animal things. Another one was like, was supposed to be like toys. One of the things that I did not get West coast, Scott, that, uh, that I'll have to get next time, or I'll have to get, let, uh, I'll have to let you listen to me. I'll have to ask you to get for me is one of those wooden stormtroopers. Oh, from that shop to like go along with your wooden Ak one. Akbar. Yeah, that shop. Yeah. yeah. And and it was the full size. It looked just like the one from Rogue One. And I thought that was really neat. Really want to get one of those. Um, and I, I don't know why three times I was there. I totally forgot um, uh, that. And then there was, uh, you know, there were other things. And so uh, we did that. And then I think after that, we might have gone on Rise again. Yeah. Smugglers yep. again. Yeah. We wrote and them both then, twice that day. Yeah, yeah, at least twice. Why do I feel like we did Smugglers three times? We might have day? done Smugglers three times. The line was a little shorter for Smugglers, but I know we did. I know we did both of them at least twice. Yeah, and then and then there's other shops throughout. So we went in the other shops. We hit. Did we hit both the restaurants that day or one? I think we hit both that day, but we we left for just a few minutes. But but really, by the time the first time we left Star Wars Land Sandwich. I looked at my watch and it was four o'clock. So we'd been there since eight in the morning till four o'clock. Hadn't left Star Wars land yet. I was wow. surprised. I've never spent that well, much time without leaving. In, in fairness. Oh no. Was, was my lightsaber like six o'clock? Yeah, we were, we were waiting to. Yeah, no, we, we, we did the lightsaber. I think before we left, before we left Star Wars land and we went back again later on that night, but um, yeah. yeah, but we did, we ate at both yeah, restaurants. The restaurants were both good. Yeah, and yeah, and the selections were really good. They were about what you expect. I mean, with regards to pricing and portions and all that, but the food was good. Mm -hmm. You know, 
know, yeah. and I like the way that they kind of Star Wars did up a little bit. You know, it's it's Bantha, whatever, and you know the other meat was whatever meat. You know, I, I had the um, the drink that I had, the non alcoholic drink from the the wraps place from uh, was called a Tatooine Sunsets. It was really good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so there was those, so I was trying what I really wanted to do, and I think I accomplished it over three days. Was I tried one of everything, food wise. I had the blue milk, I had the green milk, I had this wrap, that wrap, I had that pasta dish, I had the other thing. And I'm pretty sure, I think within the three days, I think I mostly tried one of everything, which is what I intended to do. So I was very happy that I was able to do that. Um, yeah, and then I think we, yeah, we never made it to DCA that day, even though I had a park hopper pass. Yeah. Oh yeah, we spent the whole day in there. But so, so talk about in, the, in land, right? talk about your lightsaber experience. So we go in uh, to the lightsaber experience and I was upset because they had sort of classifications of lightsabers and you could only have parts from the classification of lightsaber that you chose. So if you, cho I can't remember what the classifications are. So you'll forgive me. One was like the way of nature, you know, and that one had like some animal height on it and a horn um, for the bottom, possibly. Another one was like um, like Sith, so it was a lot of black, you know, that kind of thing. Another one was, I can't power or something. I don't remember what they were. but um, And so I stood there at the check-in. It had to be for 10 or 12 minutes <laughs> because I could not decide. Because I, I once I saw the parts, I was like, right, I want that part, that part. That, and I was picking one part from every pile. And they're like, you can't do that. And I'm like, but why? But it's what I want. It's my lightsaber. Why can't I build it the way I want? But you can't. So I picked the parts and uh, we went in and, you know, they have the whole, they have a whole little show that goes on. The people come out and they're talking to you about building a lightsaber and you're basically building it like one piece at a time. And they say like, okay, the next piece is going to be this and you're going to slide it and this is what it does and so on. And, oh, and then, you know, right as you get to the end, you're, you know, uh, you put your crystal in, you know, your, 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 your kyber crystal, you put the crystal in. And, you know, and you plug it into the side of this little, um, you know, port on the side, which is supposed to seal it all together, whatever it is. And then, oh, Master Yoda, you know, or the ghost of, I suppose, because it's, it's, um, like a speaker. Galaxy's, yeah, Galaxy's Edge's first order timeline. So uh, the ghost of Yoda or spirit Yoda, whoever, he comes out and he says some things, lightsaber, and then what happens is, is you, you pull your hilt out of the little charge unit and the blade comes out with it and it's on. Mm. And so everyone holds up their new saber and it's, everything is happy and fun. And I thought it was great. I thought the whole visual inside there was great. I thought the whole, the act, the words, the whole experience, really terrific, really, really expensive. <laughs> yes but really really terrific and also we got to talk about what's the shop with the hammerhead owner um the oh, owner. i cannot think of his name there well there's a the, it's like the antique shop right it's the antique shop so inside there real again really wonderful merch 
Um, and again, really wonderful visuals. Like there's all sorts of things around for you to see, which is really amazing. But um, one of the things, or one of the things that's very popular in there is all the lightsaber hilts. Now these are all made for Disney. So they're not, as far as I can tell, they're not Hasbro. They might be made by Hasbro for Disney, but it doesn't say that anywhere. But these are all of the classic hilts that you know, Vader's hilt, Obi-Wan, Luke, um, uh, uh, all the prequel hilts, all of the, uh, you know, the Jedi hilts from Jedi who you saw for three seconds. Um, the Ahsoka Tano set, which was really extraordinarily popular because apparently people are flipping them for unreasonable amounts. Yeah, of it was like 500 bucks. Yeah, it was the normal price and it's flipping for yeah. probably double that. And you can buy the hilt and you can buy the blade separate. The blades even had two sizes. There was like a regular size blade and a longer size blade, which I thought was really, really neat. Um, and then other things, there are holocrons, Sith and Jedi holocrons in there. Um, they had Jedi cloaks in there. I was this close to buying one, probably next time. Um, they had like Sith wear in there and, you know, other things. That was a really great shop and it was really great to go in there after the experience because you know you see all these great lightsaber hilts and everything so that was really amazing also and we didn't go in anywhere for like two minutes we went in we were there until i saw everything there was to see in there so when scott says we were there and it's four o'clock it's four o'clock because i've seen everything there is to see in said shop everything you know, and I don't mean just the merch. I mean, the decorations. I mean, the, you know, there's an animatronic Ithorian in, in that antique who runs that antique shop. For those not in the know, that is a hammerhead. Uh, for those of you that know that character as hammerhead. Um, and, uh, 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 and all of those things, I have a million questions. I'm asking questions. Can I do this with the crystal? And you can buy other crystals for your saber and ba 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 And all of these things, I have a million questions. And so... Yeah, and then Scott and I made the mistake of going into Disneyland where Scott's son forced his older father and slightly um, uh, older, but not as old as his dad, Uncle Kev, onto rides we should not have ridden. <laughs> so my son is finally tall enough to ride some of the rides. And again, he had just been in Disneyland the day before. So... From the moment we got in the car, he was saying, I want to ride Indiana Jones. I want to ride Indiana Jones. I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. Because uh, we I eventually made it there. Well, because I assumed that he had just ridden it the day before. It turns out when we walk all the way across the park to Indiana Jones to ride it, he's not tall enough to ride it. He's not even close to tall enough to ride it. So I'm like, why were you asking to ride this all day? But then he's having a total meltdown. I'm like, Kev, go ride Indiana Jones. You're here. Uh, and so, you know, I got I got my son some popcorn and helped him to kind of get get back into the into the mood um but yeah he's five yeah he's five i mean that's fine so but you did you not like indiana jones i mean i liked it but it wasn't like you know it wasn't like the 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 greatest ride i've ever been on in my life or anything it was nice there was a lot of uh fluorescent yeah in the ride which i was like it's not that i have anything against fluorescent colors i don't but you know like there was so much of it that it was almost <laughs> distracting. Yeah, and so Did then you on that sandwich. Yeah, I've been on that. Yeah, yeah. It was funny when I went to Disneyland. This is going back 2019. Um, when Galaxy Edge was like fresh, the black Kyber crystal for the red lightsabers 
were getting scalped because the they I think nowadays they have them in like a plastic container with a paper around them. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Back then, you could take a phone like flashlight and shine it through, and you could tell what the black ones were. So fucking because people are horrible, they go not in blind- and they'd buy all. Huh? They're not blind boxed anymore. They, no. Are you sure? I thought the black ones were still rare. You didn't know when you were going to get a black one. You're not supposed to know. Like it's supposed to be something where you could. They used to be able to find them where you could be like, "Oh, this one's a black one. This one's a black no, one. This one's I, a black I, one." They showed me all the colors that were available, and I said, I'll, "I want a blue one," and I got a blue one. Well, no, but you can you can buy additional ones. Yeah, the additional yeah. ones. Some of them are blind boxed. Oh, I didn't see any blind boxed ones. Some of them were blind okay. boxed, and the black ones were selling for like ungodly amounts because dudes were scalping them. What does it turn the blade? Black? No, it's still it's just a rarer one for the red one. Oh, okay, okay. It's like it's literally the same thing, just painted black, obviously, because it's a fucking plastic thing. The but, one they tried to get me to buy on one of the occasions, I don't remember which occasion it was, they tried to get me to get the white one. Cause right, because that's the old really, old republic, right? It's actually for Ahsoka, so I can understand because you need two of them, I think, or something. For those Ahsoka blades, I think I don't. Are they honestly, are they doing white blades? Yeah, because Ahsoka's blades are white, so they have to have white available because that's the most popular hilt, and it's a set; it's two hilts. So yeah, they're definitely doing white, and they were telling me something like, "Yeah, the white one sells out all the time" or something. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know that white. I don't know white suits me." So, uh, I I I when I made mine, I got blue, and I was considering getting another color. You know, for just for shits and giggles, I almost went with white, but then I was kind of like, no, nah, I don't like blue, so I'll just leave it alone. But that wasn't even that day. That was like that was that was the third trip. Yeah. So so the only the only other thing we did on the first trip was Space Mountain, which is hyperspace mountain right now, so it has the Star Wars overlay. And, again, and I was terrified <laughs> because it, photo. Kev was in the front seat, and you know his name is Big Kev. He's kind of a tall guy, and. Space Mountain is completely in the dark, so he, I know he thought his head was going to get taken off by in something fairness, in that ride. The first time I ever rode Space Mountain was in Florida. I was, I was maybe nine years old, and I had the same exact fear then that I have now, <laughs> which is, uh, but you know, and you know who said this too? Ironically, Robo from the Foosh, who was talking, I think yesterday on his live stream, he was talking about the fact that he has the same fear that I do. Uh, that I have with regards to like, you don't know if something like a pipe has fallen or something like that. And because it's pitch black, mostly you can't tell if something you're about to run into something. And, and I think Robo put it really well. He said something like, and the train is going to turn up at the entrance with four decapitated people in it. You don't know. So yeah. And absolutely every there's a photo of me on, de- on the third trip as well, where I'm like literally hiding behind uh, 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 one of the Fanta track guys. So, uh, yeah, because I'm like literally like I'm terrified that I'm too tall. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was that. So, yeah, we did hyperspace mountain and then and towards and we were there until late in the evening. Am I right? We almost made it to close. My kid fell asleep and. Uh, I just let Kev walk around uh, Batu at night, um, and we got there till about maybe eleven thirty, and it closed at midnight. Um, but I was like, I was exhausted. My kid was asleep. I'm like, can I? Can we please leave? And Kev was like, no. But he was nice enough to say, all right, we can head out. 
And then we went to Del Taco. <laughs> yeah, but but you're forgetting the part that I'm leading to is the fact that it's late in the evening and Scott and I have had a day because, well, particularly Scott, because he's older. Um, we've had a day and, you know, and the kid is, has had a day and we'll have a day, but this kid wants to go on the Matterhorn. Oh, that's right. How could you forget the Matterhorn? I forgot Scott? the Matterhorn. Oh, that was the biggest mistake of the night. We got on the Matterhorn. I'm, I'm thinking it's got to be 10 o'clock at night, which means we're in the park for 14 hours by the time we get on the Matterhorn. And the Matterhorn, for those who have not ridden it before, you know, like roller coaster ride kind of thing, goes in and out this mountain. It's, you know, it's nice ride, except that it's, it's 50 fucking years old. <laughs> exactly. Right? And it bangs you around inside that car like a pinball. So we literally, Scott's kid get right out of it. We get to the end. Scott's kid is right out of the car. And me and Scott are like creaking and bones and joints popping as we get out. Because, and Scott said it the best. He goes, oh my God, I feel like I just got beat up. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I, feel, I feel half that way because I'm, you know, younger. Yep. That is the Matterhorn. That's the Matterhorn. Yeah. I think that was it, though, right? Didn't he crash before? Wasn't there something else, but he crashed before we got there? We were trying to make it to the Haunted Mansion, yeah, and he fell asleep before we got to the Haunted Mansion. And Pirates was closed for refurbishment, so you did not get to ride Pirates. Well, well, the rumor on that is that Johnny Depp is being removed. Yeah. And they're using the cover of the 55th anniversary, which that's a thing, um, in order to do it. Yeah, we'll see. All right, here's what we should do. Now, there are two more trips to Disneyland to talk about. Let's save those for the future and just talk about celebration for the rest of the episode. Oh, do we have to? Or we can save we can save some celebration for tomorrow if you want. No, 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 no. It's fine. All right. Well, how, how long are we in here? We're an uh, hour and 37 minutes in. Oh, we should, we should cut then. All right. We so cut. we'll come back next week with uh, some more celebration stuff. I oh see, I see Dom done. waving. You're done. Yes. Are you just happy to be cutting? I'm so excited <laughs> for tomorrow. Is that what it is? That's why you're doing jazz hands? Yes, excitement. So let's uh, let's cut, and we will do celebration news at the top of the show next time. And yes, then we will end. And so we will end the show by doing some social medias. Dom, do your social medias. You can find me on Instagram and Fortnite at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. And you can find me on the Instagrams and the uh, Twitters. You can also find me on Facebook, probably, but it's Pi Day Scott at all of those places. Um, and also, be sure to check out the show on the social medias, right? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find Geek Stuff TNG in all those places. If you want to call and be a part of the show, if you've got a comment about Disneyland or Celebration, you can call the GVM line. 201 730-2547. He was already checked out. He'd already left, and he had to run back in to say that. Yeah, I know. I heard it. <laughs> and then you can, again, support the show over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash geekstufftng. Thank you so much to our patrons. We will be getting lots of bonus material out on the Patreons in, in the coming weeks and months, so we do appreciate you very much. And then, Kev, you can give us your social medias and wrap it up. Oh. Uh, do I have social media? Um, yes, I do. Uh, BK Geek Stuff everywhere except the Xbox Nation, which is Big Kev GS, where uh, where Sandwich and I will be playing Fortnite in a few minutes. Are we playing tonight? We can play.
play like one or two. Okay. Dave isn't coming on. Oh, Dave's not coming on. Yeah, it's okay. So we'll have less weight to carry. Just saying. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that's the social medias. And with that, we will bring this this part one of uh, of uh, Star Wars episode to a close. The way we end some episodes, if I recall correctly, by saying. Good night, Colin Cantwell. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.
All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>